0: Hi, welcome to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. My name is Hayley and I am the founder of Lift and Glow Fitness. I specialize in helping women improve their health, build their strength and find a new level of confidence. I'm all about helping women live their best life while getting the results that they want. So I don't believe in cutting out everything that you love. I don't believe in restrictive dieting. I don't believe in fad diets and I don't believe in crazy excessive training programs either. I help women who are really busy, under a lot of demand, and who want to live a good life in terms of eating the food they enjoy and having a good social life and still get amazing results. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you want to request anything in terms of a topic that you want me to speak about, or you want to know more about working with me, then just send me a DM. You will find me on Instagram at PT underscore. Enjoy. Hi, welcome back to the Lift and Glow Fitness Podcast. Now, you might hear my stomach rumbling throughout this podcast because I I think because I know that I'm going to talk about eating out and <laughs> really good food. It is literally like my stomach has just woke up in the last 10 seconds. It did a big growl as I was about to click record and I was like, oh gosh. Um, so I am getting a little bit peckish. It is getting towards me lunchtime and um I'm talking about food so it's just making it like um that extra that that hunger is grumbling it's there so if you hear it sorry anyway let's move on so I'm here to talk about um eating out and tips for eating out and I think that this is a really um good topic to bring up at the moment because lots of us are eating out a lot Uh, I know that A lot of us like to get into the routine anyway of eating out every week. That's something that I personally do. Like eating out is my pleasure. I love it. I love trying different foods. I love going to different restaurants. I love spending time with Fran, with my friends, with my family. And like going for good food is literally my favorite thing to do aside from Lying on the couch, watching Harry Potter, eating chocolate. They're like my two favourite things. Oh, and also walking Kira somewhere pretty. Okay, they're my three favourite things in the world. Going for meals, Harry Potter chill days and um, walks in the countryside. But anyway, I wanted to talk about this because obviously it is coming up to Christmas and there's loads going on, there's Christmas parties, there's meals out, you're catching up with loads of friends, catching up with loads of family, and you might be eating out a little bit more than what you are used to, and as somebody who eats out regularly, I'm not really worried about the Christmas period, I'm not worried at all about overeating, about drinking too much, in general, day in, day out, my habits are really good, Um, and I eat out every week, pretty much anyway like I said that's what I like to do I don't drink much I don't go out much I literally just go for meals and walks and watch Harry Potter <laughs> um so I do have some tips to help yeah if we are eating out a little bit more okay so as I say I do it weekly sometimes I'll go out a couple of times a week um I do have a bit of a rule that I don't like cooking over a weekend mind you Fran would probably say I don't like cooking at all um, and I do really like cooking. I make some good food. It's just like the time required needed in order to make it. So we do eat out a few times a week, most weeks. And it's all about the choices that you make when you're eating out. I say to clients all the time, the act of eating out isn't the problem. It's when you are actually out, it's that you just think, oh, shit, doesn't matter, I will eat and drink whatever I want. And you're just like, if I'm paying for it, then I'm going wild. And that was the mentality that I used to be in as well. So when I used to eat out, it was always like an opportunity for me to eat and eat and eat until I couldn't move. So I always used to say, if I'm going and buying food from a restaurant, it's going to be the, the, what I really, really want the most or the most indulgent thing, or I'm going to get like a meal and a side, um, and then another side and a dessert. And I was just going for it a little bit more. Maybe it was because eating out felt more of a treat to me then. And maybe now my stance There's my stomach rumbling. My stance has changed a little bit. I'm not sure, but, um, there was loads of things I was doing wrong when I was eating out and it was holding me back. And obviously because we're going to be doing more of it, I thought we would share some tips. I actually had a client who said to me the other, the other week in a check-in and I actually flipped my lid, not in an aggressive way, but I was like, what? And she said to me in a check-in, she's starting to feel more sociable and she's getting really worried because she will gain weight that she said for certain that she would gain weight if she started eating out more and potentially having a drink and stuff, she said their body is very reactive, and um, which is a belief that a lot of people will have, you know, that their body in particular is particularly reactive to any, you know, different types of foods. And that's just not the case unless you're like intolerant to something and you're ill, like calorie wise and stuff like y- your body isn't typically like overly reactive to certain types of foods. It knows calories and it, know- and, and it knows using them and taking them in. So she was holding off like, arranging social activities and stuff like that and I was just like absolutely not she's a one-to-one client so I was like this is absolutely not happening I am going to show you exactly how we can eat out regularly and you can still get amazing results so she's been doing that for the last few weeks and she's had a good few social occasions in between then and now and she's still lost weight on the scales consistently so these things work and so I thought I would share them with the rest of the world So the first one I would say is that this is the most easy and useful tip that I've got for you to literally half the calories that you're going to take in while you're out at a meal or even having a takeaway, okay? So if you've got four options at a restaurant or at a takeaway, if you've got four options, we've got a starter, a main, a dessert, and an alcoholic or a full sugar drink. Now, I love a full fat. I know it's not full fat, but I love a full sugar drink, a eh, Coke. I love it. I know a lot of people find it vile, but a lot of the time, I just want a full fat Coke and I don't want a wine. You know what I mean? So it's either or, I would say. Um, so you've got four options. Start at me, dessert and a drink of, of some sort. And typically when I used to go for, for a meal, I was having all four. I was always, I couldn't not have a starter. You know, I was, I was just filling my boots every time I was having a starter every time. I would always have extra sides with me main. I would always have a dessert of some sort, at least share one. And then, and then a wine, but it was always wine that I went to. It wasn't full fat Coke. So I was taking in, you know, I was having four different parts of the meal that weren't really necessary, like I I was overly satisfied, I was overly full after eating all of those things, so now what I do regularly, there are times, there are occasions where I am having a three-course meal, but that's not every single week, and especially if I'm not, if I'm eating out multiple times a week, I won't typically do that, I like to feel good from my food, not like I need rolling out of the restaurant. So I just trying to think to myself, what would I rather have I look at the menu? Would I rather have one of these starters and a main or am I not really feeling any of the starters and I'm going to have a main and a dessert instead? Or I might not want a starter or a dessert and I'll just have the main and an alcoholic drink. I might share a bottle of wine with Fram. So these are like easy things that you can do just reducing your choose choices from four choices to two choices is going to actually almost half your calories when you think about the things that you're choosing for your starters and your dessert although they're like small dishes they will be high in calories dessert to high in sugar um and your starters you know the i mean garlic bread garlic mushrooms all these cheesy creamy things they're going to be high in calories So that's an easy way if you're someone who eats out every week and you are currently trying to manage your intake or if you're somebody who is eating out multiple times in a week. So if you are eating out Wednesday, Friday and Saturday this week, then maybe just choose two of of four. You don't have to have all four options every single time. So that's a really useful tip that I give to all of my clients and it it does help. It helped me because I started to realize that actually there's no point in me like I'm spending more money by ordering more. I'm bursting myself with food. Like I'm literally full to the point where I feel ill. Whereas I could have just had the two options and really enjoyed myself. Okay. And there will be occasions, like I said, that I do have all four options, but most, most likely it's just the at two of four. The uh, next tip that I've got for you is if you are trying to be mindful of what you're eating and you're not wanting to overindulge you know and you're trying to choose an option that is a healthier option I would say to choose an option that has a good source of protein in so if you're going to get like a um spaghetti carbonara for example it's not the best source of protein and it's quite high in cream and cheese depending on how they've made it So that's going to be like a high calorie option and it's not really going to keep you, it's not going to be beneficial in terms of like protein intake. It's not going to contribute to your goals and it's not going to keep you full in the same way as a high protein options would. So if you're trying to be a little bit, if you're trying to think about hitting your protein target and trying to manage your calories, try and and choose an option that is high in protein. So like a chicken based dish, like a fish based dish or like a steak of some sort. And choosing that high protein option will help you um, with your protein intake and it's going to help you feel full and satisfied. If you are always choosing meals that are creamy, cheesy, and you're going out three times a week or you're going out a couple of times a week and you're always choosing the most indulgent option, you're always going to be taking in more calories than you, you could have, there will be other options on the menu that you will also enjoy that aren't so high in calories. So look at things that are tomato based dishes. Um, and then you can add protein to meals, like quite often, I'll get a pasta, and it'll be a vegetarian pasta, or it'll be something that's just got not, you know, not a great amount of protein. In it, and I'll ask them to add chicken. Because um, I know that that's going to help me with my protein intake. Um, so you don't, you don't always have to go to the the most indulgent option like this is something that a lot of us forget and this is the mentality that I used to be and if I was eating out I'm gonna choose like the most unhealthy thing and that's what I'm gonna eat because I'd never eat that at home but you're still gonna enjoy your sea bass you're still gonna enjoy your steak you're still gonna enjoy you know your chicken meal or your tomato based meal rather than getting like the creamiest cheesiest type of meal that you can get Another option there is if you do, if you are getting something that has sauces on, is to get the sauces on the side. um, Because that can be really helpful because a lot of the calories are in the sauces. So sometimes like fish dishes or steak dishes come with a sauce on. You can ask for that on the side and just use to have however, however much of it you want, depending on how rich it is. Um, Another really good tip is... Well, it's not a bit of it's not a tip. It's a bit of advice, a bit of like realization that you don't need all of the sides. So I was your girl who would go and get a pizza, and I'd have a starter to start off with. Then I'd have a pizza, and then I'd get chips on the side, and I'd have garlic bread as well. And it was like, how much food can you fit on this table, and how much food can I stuff in my mouth? And realistically, again, you just feel terrible after it in terms of too full. Um, obviously the meal is more expensive if you're having a high carb meal, like a pasta, like a pizza, or there's a portion of carbs coming with your dish, you don't need to get chips as well. You don't need garlic bread as well. Okay. It's, it's not really necessary. If you were at home and you were cooking an on-plan meal for yourself, you know, a nice, healthy, balanced meal, would you have, you know, a portion of rice, Uh, a big portion of pasta and a big portion of chips and like a little bit of protein and no veg. No. So try and think about if you are getting sides and you do feel like you'll need more food, fill up on things like veg, get a side of veg, get a side of salad. Ordering veg in a restaurant was never something that I was down for. I've never liked veg my whole life, to be honest. And it's only in the last few years that I've kind of fell in love with it. I wouldn't say fell in love with, I felt, I feel like that was over the top because I don't love veg. Um, (laughs) I don't know why I said that but I definitely like it more and I definitely enjoy it more and one of the things that I do is quite a lot of the time I get a spit roast delivered to to the house because it saves on cooking and I can choose a healthy option yes it costs a fortune and it is not worth it but still so I'll just get like a chicken breast sweet potato fries or rice rather than both and then get tender stem broccoli as well so i am still having a decent amount of food i'm still having a big plate of food but i'm i'm getting goodness in me as well so you don't need all of the carby sides you don't need chips with rice with garlic bread with you don't need everything just choose One carb that you're gonna have with your meal, or if it's already included, it's already included. And then if you want sides, if you feel like you're gonna need more food, get some nice veg, get a nice salad to go on the side and just to help fill you up and just to help help get those nutrients in you as well. A lot of the time when you do eat out, I know I do. I'm I'm looking for beige stuff, I'm looking for cheesy, creamy stuff. Um so having that bit of veg just helps get nutrients in because a lot of the time when you are eating out you're not gonna you're not really looking for that. So if you are wanting more foods, get veggies, get some salads. Another tip I've got for you is if if I'm trying to be more sensible with my choices, um, I, I I like to have a think about what my portion would look like at home. So if I'm eating out a few times in a week, and um, you know. Looking at this big massive plate of food, and I know that it's too, and I know that it's a massive plate of food, and it it's going to be more calories than uh, what I would typically eat at home. I kind of just eat less of it. I kind of just eat until I'm eighty percent full. This is one of the best habits all of us could have. And this is something that's going to help you move away from tracking calories. I don't track calories at all anymore, haven't done for a long time. I may go back to it every now and again when I'm trying to go into a course or when I'm trying to get used to a lower amount of foods in the run up to like a holiday or something. But I typically don't don't track my foods. And one of the things that I do practice when I'm eating out is eat until I'm 80% full. And I do it when I'm eating at home as well. So a lot of the time I might make myself a big plate of food and I'll I don't have to stop when all the food is gone. I don't have to eat every last bit of it. I don't need to make myself feel sick. I don't need to be based, and I can feel satisfied and happy from the food that I'm eating, and I can stop at 80% full. I'm in control of doing that. And That's something that I try and encourage my clients to lean towards. I support my coaching clients through their holidays, all the way through Christmas, all the way through everything, through their birthdays. And one of the most useful habits that I can um, help them with is eat until 80 percent full. And it's just taking your time to eat and starting to recognize when you are actually feeling satisfied from your food you don't need to keep picking at the chips on the table you don't need to keep eating and eating and eating until it's all good i know it tastes good i know you've spent money on it but you've also got goals and you're also trying to look after your health and this is the third time you've eaten out this week so really maybe we should just rein it in a little bit and stop now that we're satisfied with having that control And right now you might feel like you've got no self-control and it was probably, well, it is how I was as well, but try and and tell yourself you do have the control and the control comes the more you practice it and practicing 80% full like any other habit gets easier over time. So every now and again, you might go, oh, I didn't really use that then, but other times you'll be more mindful of it and you will. So that's a really good tip. And I was away in London over the weekend and I ate out for every single meal. Bear in mind, we did only eat two meals a day. We were having like a late breakfast and then an an early evening meal um, every day. But I was using this 80% full rule. So I wasn't just finishing the steak because... I felt like I needed to I was I was satisfied and happy and felt good like I was able to go for a walk after my meal and I didn't just finish the burger or I didn't I didn't just purposely finish stuff to force it in myself I just made sure that I enjoyed it and that I felt good from the food that I was eating and that I was able to carry on with my day without feeling like I was struggling so it is a really useful one. And it's something that I use all the time at home and while I'm eating out. So it's something that I would highly recommend giving a try. So eat until you are 80% full. Um, The next thing I would say is plan ahead. So if you are really trying to stay focused on um, staying within your calories and hitting your protein, and it's not really, you don't really want to uh, you don't want the meal to take you over your calorie target. Basically, you want to stay on track. I would say to plan ahead. If you're going somewhere where you know you can track the calories or at least guesstimate it, then I would do that. So what I one thing that I do with my online coaching clients is I get them to tell me what they've got coming up in the next week or so. And if they are going out for a meal on Saturday and they know it's going to be, um, you know, they want to kind of have all four courses and they want to have a bottle of wine, I get them to track absolutely everything for that day, for that meal in, the, in my fitness pile on the Monday or on the Tuesday when we check in. So that's all in before the rest of the week so we can see that they're going to have garlic mushrooms to start they're going to have a steak and they're going to have potatoes they're going to have a dessert it might be tiramisu not that i've ever had tiramisu why did i say that chocolate pudding would have been so much better to say never mind tiramisu for dessert and then they're going to have a bottle of red wine as well um i get them to put all of that in their food diary in advance now sometimes when they put putting the food in the food diary in advance they make little changes to it so for example, one of my clients, she wants she was going to a concert a while ago and she wanted to have four bottles of cider. And I changed and I was looking at it and she was looking at it and we were like, well, that's quite a lot of calories on cider. So we reduced that to one. And then she moved on to a different drink, which was lower in calories. So these you can do this with alcohol and you can do it with eating out. So you might have decided that you were going to have the truffle pasta, but then you changed your mind and instead had the bolognese or something because it was higher in protein that kind of thing so when you are actually thinking it through and planning ahead you might actually make changes because you can see how it's affecting your whole week so planning ahead and thinking about what you're going to eat and getting it into my fitness pal days in advance and then that'll help you work backwards so what i would say is you can see you might have a 1500 calorie meal that day for the meal out and you know what you might just want to have a 1500 cal meal and that's absolutely fine. You can do that. We can still make this work. And what I would say is let's save a thousand calories from elsewhere in the week to use for that meal. So that might mean Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, you save 200 calories from each day. And that gives you an extra thousand calories to use on that Saturday on that meal. And then that means that we can still actually eat food on that Saturday um without going way over our calories so what an- another thing that i would do is if you are eating out in the evening make sure you have high protein low carb meals for breakfast and lunch that day so me typically i will only have one meal in the day and then i'll eat out i won't have breakfast lunch and then dinner um if i'm eating out at a restaurant because i know that i'm going to eat a little bit more so then Um, I try, I I kind of talk clients through this as well. A lot of people need to be able to need to eat in the morning. Maybe they've trained and they want to get something in. So we just have high protein, low carb options for their breakfast and lunch on that day. So on Saturday, my client is going out, they're having a, they're having a meal. They know that they're going to eat 1500 calories for that meal. And so we just want to have a high protein breakfast and a high protein lunch. That could look like a, um, protein yogurt with fruit. So there's hardly any carbs in that. Just a few carbs from the fruit. It could look like an omelette. It could look like a um. It could look like an omelette with another source of protein in. The lunch could be a um chicken salad, a salmon salad, a steak salad. Just something low in carbs or something with veggies. And then that would just mean that they're not taking up too much calories with their breakfast and the lunch, and then they've got loads of calories to use later on in the day, as well as the calories that they've used they've saved from earlier on in the week so even if you are eating out and you are eating more indulgent meals it can still work especially if you plan ahead okay so this is something if a more indulgent meal for me is like if I was going to go to a tapas and I was going to have loads a little bit that's just really hard for, and I order everything from tapas it's literally my it, it's my favorite thing to go and eat um And so that's something that I would do. I would kind of save a few calories or just be a little bit more mindful through the week, maybe take out a snack from each day through the week. And then the day of the meal, just have a a protein yogurt for breakfast with fruit. And then for lunch, I would just have like a salad or, you know, like a tuna salad or a chicken salad. And then later on, I'd be able to fill my boots a bit more. So if you are having something indulgent, it doesn't mean that you're, it, you, you're not limited to these just healthy choices. I helped a client of mine the other week. Um, she was going for a big roast and she wanted to go for this big roast with all the trimmings. There was cauliflower cheese. There was big, massive Yorkshire puddings. There was, she wanted to have wine with it as well. And we tracked that whole meal, come to about 1700 calories, amazing. And we were able to make room for it. So she had a low breakfast, low lunch that day. So that whole day, I think, came to about um it must have been about 2500 calories and then all we had to do is save the excess calories so her target is 1700 and she did 2500 which is 800 calories so we had to save those 800 calories from elsewhere in the week this might sound complicated when you're listening to me talk about it but with my clients, I'm doing it with them step by step, and they know they can see it ha- like ha- the impact that the food that they're ordering is having on their whole week. We need to stop seeing like your calorie target or your nutrition target as just day, 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 and see it as an entire week. Okay. So your whole week can be, can be used as, so uh, can be seen as one. So you might want to like average your calories out differently depending on what you're doing each week. So this is called calorie borrowing, which I teach all of my clients about because it's really useful and allows you more flexibility. So if you're somebody who eats out regularly all the time and you need to have healthy options, then I would say choose the high protein options, choose the two of four, choose meals that aren't, you know, Creamy and cheesy base. But if you're someone who does want to have one of these big indulgent meals, then you can still make room for it. It just means that you have to sacrifice calories earlier on in the week. And it means that your meals on that day probably need to be tweaked a little bit. We need to reduce some carbs and some fats and just get your protein in throughout the day. And then you've got your big meal later on. I hope that made sense. Um, And if you do want to know more about that, then send me a message and let me know because I would be happy to discuss it further. But there's loads of little tips and tricks. That can help you and continue to either maintain your weight or lose weight during these busier times. So, you can tailor your whole week of food around a meal that you're having, or if you're eating out multiple times, you can make good choices within those meals. So, there's loads of things that we can do. Um, If you want any more help about any of this, then make sure you let me know. As I just said, I work closely. All of the clients who I coach on a one-to-one basis, they get all of this done with them. So I can see all of the food that they're eating. I can see absolutely everything in terms of the steps, in terms of the weights they're lifting and every little thing that they are tracking in their food diary. And then I can help tweak and change things on the day to day or each week when we check in. And it's, it's such a useful thing to actually see it. And um, one of my clients was really struggling to stay within her calories and it was just like making changes, like slightly to the little, you know, the portions that she was having and increasing some, reducing others just to help manage her hunger. This is all the stuff that I do with my, my online coaching clients. So I hope this was helpful. I hope I shared some tips with you for eating out. So it's choosing two of four instead of all four options. Choosing options that are high in protein, that's going to help you with your protein targets, also going to help you feel full. Choosing options that are tomato based or less indulgent, less cream, less cheese and not having all of the sides. Not filling yourself up 120%, but just eating till you're 80% full. And then also planning ahead, you know, allowing yourself more indulgent meals, but remembering that it will have an impact. And if you are expecting to see the scales go down, or if you're expecting to manage your weight during this time, there will need to be little sacrifices that need to be made. And that definitely can be done. And you can still enjoy your favorite meal out, your favorite tapas, your favorite roast, your favorite wine, and you can still get amazing results. That's literally what all of my clients are doing right now. I'm actually loving how motivated people are, you know, like December is a vibe for um health and fitness. And I know loads of people choose to just go, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to bother. Well, you're the one who's just holding back. You're the one who's holding off. There is no better time to focus on your health and your habits than at the busiest time of the year. Because if you can manage your habits and you can manage your health at the busiest time of year, imagine how easy it's going to be next year when everything's calmed down. It's going to be so much easier. Um, so if you do need any help and you do need any support and you are ready to get cracking with your health and fitness, right now whether Christmas is coming or not, then send me a message on Instagram. You can find me at pt underscore. I am also about to start planning for our January intake at the gym. So if you are within the Liverpool area and you are able to train in McGull, then feel free to get in touch and I will share more about that with you. So that's our in-person coaching at the gym. Um it's group training. I can share more with you um, if you send me a little message. So thanks for listening. I will see you soon. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you get up to. Bye.